0: Well, ironically enough, we're staying in the book of Romans this evening. Uh, when I got home today, I, I got out of my church clothes and got into my non-church clothes, and 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 me and Buddy went out on the back porch and we started reading and and just continued from this morning's message and 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 reading, just knowing just how much the Lord was just filling my heart with that, and I was just being blessed. To, uh, knowing that, uh, what God can do for us uh, through his word. And, and I got to this part right here, a few chapters up the road. Uh, uh, where I made it to the 13th chapter to the book of Romans, and that's far as I got. He put this passage of scripture on my heart, and I know I've probably preached from it before, but he has showed me something different here this evening. And if it be God's will, he's going to show you something different to you and so we're going to be in the 13th chapter of the book of Romans, beginning in the 8th verse. Uh, and forgive me, Brother Chris, for not telling you ahead of time. I will give you time to find it and get there. We will be reading uh, the rest of that chapter. Uh, the heading in my Bible is simply this, Walk in Love. And, and the reason I stopped on this morning, I Cheryl asked for a prayer request at the end of our service this morning. Uh, I think it was something like, "Let's pray for those who needs loved," and that that really touched my heart, and it just stayed with me. And then when when I got to this passage of scripture, I, he tied it together. Uh, and Lord knows who it was this morning. Uh, pray that that we're given that opportunity to love on them. I pray that we will. Uh, God knows His people. You know, there's nothing more cheerful or much better than a, than a loving church. Uh, I've heard people say many times of what a loving church that you've got, and uh, what 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 a, what a good time we've had during what uh, how, much, how, how much we felt at home, and uh, that means a lot to to not only the uh, the, the pastor but to the congregation. It speaks highly of you. Uh, I've been to a lot of churches where I, I couldn't say that. Uh, been to a lot of churches where you just see a bit of love. And, boy, it's a tough place to be. Kathy's been to a lot of them with me, she knows. And they're out there, so don't, don't ever, A, fail to love on somebody when they come and be with us. I'll always do that. I don't care what kind of COVID thing gets out there. Love on them. Let them know how God feels about them. I promise you, God is not letting this stop him from loving his people. Uh, that will speak highly of god's people here at this church so walk in love so we'll stand and reading a reverence of god's word if i can see this, chris if you'll put that up on the board i'd sure appreciate it brother uh because i am not being able to see it here it says oh no man anything but to love one another for he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law now for this, thou shalt not commit adultery, and thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, and thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet, and if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law and that knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed the night is far spent and the day is at hand let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light It says, let us walk honestly as in the the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying. But you put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provisions for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Father, Thank you for the love that you show us through your word. In Jesus' name I pray, and amen. Oh, no man, nothing. Now, don't get misled when the Apostle Paul is writing this. This ain't got nothing to do with money, or tithes or offerings, or, or something that you feel like you, old oh, man, this ain't got nothing to do with that. What this has to do is how, we, how our walk is with the Lord. How we as God's people are obligated and owe Him all we have to give spiritually in our walk of life. What God has done for us, it is for us to continue that walk that He's walked for us. And, and I know that's hard to understand, but along the way He stopped. And now he's dependent on us to continue that walk. But so, it's not that we owe him anything monetary-wise, but it's what we owe him through our life and what he's done for us. We have a debt we'll never be able to repay. No matter how much money you make a year or how much you make an hour or or how much you're worth or, or whatever riches you have, you can have as much as Job as we talked about this morning or Solomon. You can be as wealthy as him. No matter where you stand financially, you cannot pay that debt back unless you accept him as your Lord and Savior. And that starts the payments right there knowing that if we're saved by the marvelous grace of God, knowing that because He loved His people so, so much, He's given us an opportunity to pay that debt off. He has. He, uh, we don't have to uh, work or slave to do that. Uh, all we got to do is be obedient in serving Him. Do what He'd want us to do, what we're obligated to do, what we as God's people should do, and that's show people Christ in your everyday walk of life. He says, oh, no man anything but to love one another. How despiteful it is when you see a group of people or, or anybody that that's come and joined together and you see hate that's among them. How, how, how nasty, ma'am, all that looks in people's everyday walk of life. There's nothing pretty about it. Uh, and I know if people has, has seen anything that refers to that, knows what it looks like. And it don't matter if it's 2 or 20, it's ugly. God asks us to love one another. Because no matter what you go through on this earth, we can never go through what he's went through. On his way to the cross, on his way on the cross, and on his way after the cross. There's no way we can walk that walk. For he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. The law. Now we'll abide the laws. Some of us will out here driving on the roads or interstates. Some of us won't. Some of us cheat a little bit. Some of us fudge a little bit. But we obey the laws of the land. But we omit the laws in heaven. Why is that We can set aside and make an appointment to go to the doctor on a Monday morning, but we can't set aside and make an appointment to go to church on a Sunday morning. Why is that? Uh, would you just is it okay to die spiritually but not physically? I know I've been down that road before and I've been scoring for, for preaching this, but I still stand on my two feet. If you're not spending time with God's people, you're missing it. You are. These good old country preachers on TV, they just don't do it for you. So if you're not fulfilling the law, are you walking in the steps of Christ? A lot of people think we are. But I I want to come full circle and get to the point to where how much Christ loved us. Because the only thing that matters in our life, and I want you to listen to write this down. Margie, you can put this on the prior list if you want to. But the only thing that matters to everyone in here tonight, from from zero to uh, (laughs) 70-something, that the only thing that matters in our life is this. That we have a personal relationship with Christ Jesus, Amen. Yeah. Ray, That's all that matters. I seen you at the store this evening this morning after church, and I know you just like me, you was buying some something deep because you're covered is bar most likely like mine, but we desire for a reason, we needed something. We're here for a reason, we need something we do. Uh, I mean, it's, it's good that we spend time together. Carol, I loved you. I love to spend time with everybody in here. But we're here for a specific reason. And that's because Christ loved us. If he didn't love us, would we be here this evening? No. Uh, maybe all these people be sitting on this side if Christ didn't love us. Who knows? I don't know. Shame, shame on you two, by the way. Three. I'm sorry, three. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got you. Okay. That's why we're here. We're fulfilling the law, believe it or not. Sounds a little bit ridiculous, but we are. He tells us that we shouldn't do the commandments of thou shalt not commit adultery or kill or steal or bear a false witness or covet thy neighbor or, or any other commandment. But it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely that thou shalt love thy neighbor as herself. And we should. Now, I don't mean somebody that lives beside every neighbor. I mean neighbor, someone that's close to you, your church family. We should love each other as we do ourselves. And if we get to the point in our in our church walk that we can't do that, we're not serving Jesus. We're not. I, I love Carolyn and, and Margie and Dean and everybody, Marie and Hope. Uh, just like myself, I'd lay my life down for them if I'm asked. So that's what Christ did for us. And we know that Christ is not going to ask us to do something like that. But he, it's good to know that he knows that we would. It says, love worketh no will toward his neighbor. And I'm telling you, I... I You've heard me make mention of this. Uh, my neighbor and I used to be not be on real good terms. It took love to conquer that battle, and you don't think about that during, at the time, you know, because all this is going on, and the world is right there at you, and you're 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 going with the, what the world would do, and you're at the point of something bad happening bad Christ come on the scene it works Dean it works when Christ comes on the scene it works because he handles your situation with love because He's fulfilling the law Bible tells us that Christ didn't come to, to change the law or the prophecy. He just came to see that it was fulfilled. Because Christ loved us, He was able to kneel in that garden of Gethsemane and weep the tears like blood and go to the cross for us. He did that because he loved us. And not because he had to. He says, And that, knowing the time that is now, it's high time that we wake out of our sleep. You know, Earl Pitts, America, on the radio years ago, his his first initial thing was, Wake up, America! Remember that? I remember when I was working at Arnold Air Force Base uh, building a test cell for the F-19 fighter jet Uh, I would listen to that down there on the radio all the time sitting in the office Uh, Earl Pitts would come on and and, uh, he was big back in those days he was right up there with Tom Modette with Motel 6 Uh, uh, you know of course he left a lot of them for you and now Holiday Inn Express has, has buried both of them and that's how come we're so smart because we stayed there last night it's high time church That we wake up and understand that it's more serious today than it was yesterday. It's more serious today than it was 25 years ago. Gene, I dread seeing the next 25 years. If God allows me to stay on this beautiful place that he's created, I just wonder... What it's going to be like. Yeah. We didn't talk about this morning how none of us are not going to, lie to do math, so it ain't going to matter. Uh, but we, if we live long enough, when we go to the grocery store, we're just going to just hand them everything we got. Yeah. Hey, amen. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, you're not going to know what to give them. <laughs> yeah. You just take your billful out, and just hand it to them, yeah. and they'll look through it and they'll just stick their head at you. <laughs> so at you. And yeah. And uh, we know that's going to be by the wayside. Uh, Carol and I talked about this morning how cursive writing will be no more. Uh, It'll be no more because those who still do it won't be around no more. So it won't be an issue Sue. I wonder if God's going to be that way. When our generation is gone, now, now think about this. When our generation is gone, Clarence, is Christ still going to make an impact in this world? Because if not, we better be waking up out of our sleep. Amen. Amen. I remember an episode of Andy. They had that traveling preacher come in on Sunday morning to preach a message. Slow down, he said. Gomer back there sleeping. He woke up in my eyes. Just give it then. I've seen that a time or two in the congregation. Don't think I've not. <laughs> I see more strife back there. <laughs> hey, Lordy, when you have mask on, uh, it's hard to tell. But you can still tell. Our salvation is nearer than when we believed it is. It says, the night is far spent and the day is at hand. It says, let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. In other words, of the works of this world that drags us down in our workplaces and in places that we go, that we have dealings with, Uh, we need to cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Because that's what God is, is light. Uh, uh, We all know that when we all get to heaven, there ain't going to be no more darkness. When we all see Jesus, there'll be no more darkness. So he tells us to walk honestly, as in today. And I'm going to pass up this next part because I don't want to give them any time of my message. Let's just pray we can live in peace. Until they understand that God is love and no matter who you are and what you're doing he still loves you. And boy, that's hard one to believe. But you can take it to the bank. He loves us. He says, put ye on the Lord's Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill our lust thereof. Let us walk honestly in the day. Can we do that? Because that's what it's going to take for God's people to turn this thing around. We can't do this in the nighttime church. We've got to do this while it's day. That's what Christ did. Christ said, I must work my works while it is day. And I might be paraphrasing that a little bit. I think you'll find that in in, in the book of John, the gospel of John. While it is day, I must do my work. Work my works, he told his disciples. We got to. Because if we wait till the night, it will be no good. It'll be in wantonness. Wantonness. No, it ain't going to happen. Pray for those who needs Christ in their life, okay? We do that, church. Pray for those who are struggling a little bit. Because we look at them through a glass wall. We do. Shame on us, we do. But mamaw, sometimes we fall in the same places. That's why we need to pray for them. Pray for the families that's going through family issues. Ours <whistles> there's a big one. Oh, golly, that's a hard one to get through. Been there, done that. Cheryl's been right there with me. She's heard them. And I know there's other people in our midst that's went through it also. It may be different, but our story's the same. Oh, no man anything except we owe Christ for what he did for us on the cross. If we can find a way To pay Christ back for that, he'll be satisfied. If we can find a way to honestly love the Lord, he'll be glad and be proud of us. You know, I think when we enter in the gates of heaven, we'll we'll get to hear them uh, uh, words that we all long to hear. And that's well done, my child. Well done, my child. Let's stand. Walk in love. I know we have a lot of messages and and, and things that's going on today in our lives uh, makes it hard to not preach on the sin of the world. It is hard because that's knowing that that's what we need to be preaching on to make people understand, realize that we've got to do better. But at the foundation of every bit of it is Jesus. No matter how hard our messages gets, Christ is at the foundation of each and every one of them. And because he loved us, because God gave his only begotten son, is the reason why we're here tonight. Church, let's don't forget that. Please, let's don't forget that. He will serve us well in our walk of life.